Morning, everybody. It's Monday, the 3rd of October, and it's World Bullying Prevention Day. And a big happy birthday to Gwen Stefani, ASAP Rocky, Neve Campbell, and Tommy Lee. In a startling U-turn, Chancellor Kwasi Kwarteng announced on Monday morning that he was scrapping plans to scrap the 45% tax rate. His plan to ditch the controversial tax comes less than 24 hours after a BBC interview with the Prime Minister, who was accused of throwing Kwasi Kwarteng under a bus after this comment. Can I I ask you, Prime Minister, did you discuss scrapping the top rate with your whole cabinet? No. No, we didn't. It was a decision that... Um, the Chancellor made. The change in direction comes as Conservatives head into day two of the Tory party conference, which saw Business Secretary Jacob Rees-Mogg having to be escorted inside by police after a large crowd heckled and chased him. Speaking to BBC Breakfast on Monday morning, Kwasi Kwarteng made it clear that pressure from MPs and others contributed to the reversal of policy. We were focused on delivering the growth plan. There's a lot of good stuff in the growth plan. And what was clear, talking to lots of people up and down the country, talking to MPs, talking to voters talking to our constituents was that the 45p rate was becoming a huge distraction on what was a very strong plan. All the financial turmoil of the last week or so has caused a massive shift in public opinion, according to Chris Curtis, who's head of polling at Opinion Research. He says 23% of those who voted for Boris Johnson in 2019 would now switch to Labour. The Conservatives have lost their, lost their reputation as the competent party, uh, the party that's best to run the economy. When they lose that, you start to see things fall apart very quickly. It's not just the financial markets that have reacted badly. Some of the Prime Minister's own MPs aren't happy either. At least 14 have now publicly expressed concern about the measures to cut spending and slash taxes. And in an interview on Sunday with the BBC, former Minister Michael Gove suggested he would vote against the PM's plans, which could see him lose the party whip. Gove criticised the budget and said the sheer risk of using borrowed money to fund tax cuts was not conservative. When you have additional billions of pounds in play, to have as your principal decision the headline tax move, cutting tax for the wealthiest. That is a display of the wrong value. Meanwhile, the shadow Chancellor Rachel Reeves has called on Liz Truss to reverse the damaging effects of the mini-budget. She said it was reckless and warned working people would be paying higher prices and higher mortgage rates for years to come. And the Prime Minister just doesn't seem to understand the anxiety and the fear. This is a crisis that is made in Downing Street, but it is ordinary working people who are paying the price. Ukrainian troops have retaken the city of Lyman in eastern Ukraine less than 24 hours after it was annexed by President Putin in a ceremony in Moscow. The move comes as the Ukrainian army continues its counter-offensive in the region and protests against mobilisation continue in Russia. In an online address, President Zelensky criticised Russia for trying to swallow up regions of his country following a series of referendums and said anyone involved in organising the votes will be held accountable. He also made a surprise move on Friday to apply for fast-track NATO membership, which all 30 countries need to approve. In a video on social media, Ukrainian border guards warned mobilised Russian soldiers to surrender or return home in a black plastic bag. Citizens of Russia, your three-day special military operation has dragged out, and your bunker leader has announced, disposal, forgive me, mobilisation. But over seven months of war, you should have realised that we won't give you a single metre of our land. Brazil is headed to a runoff in the presidential elections as the country failed to elect either candidate on the first round of what has been a bitter and violent campaign. 
The election results released on Sunday night saw former president and leftist candidate Lula da Silva secure 48.3% of the votes. Bertie needed to get over half for an outright win. Current president and right-wing candidate Jair Bolsonaro did better than expected at 43.3% and it now looks like the process won't be over any time soon. Political analyst Thomas Troman explains that Bolsonaro still has the support in Brazil. Everyone expected that this was a, a failure campaign, but no doubt there are people in Brazil that uh, think that Bolsonaro is going very well in his, in his uh, anti-petista, anti-left uh, uh, speech. Still to come on the Smart 7, City Thrash United and David Tennant on the Graham Norton Show right after this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back. Sunday's Manchester derby saw hat-tricks for both Erling Haaland and Phil Foden and a comfortable 6-3 victory for City over rivals United. Their win at the Etihad Stadium moves the champions to within a point of Premier League leaders Arsenal. It was United's first loss in four top-flight outings and this was boss Eric Tan Hag's reaction to the final score. I'm surprised why we didn't bring that on the pitch. I've seen, but it's obviously four weeks ago, I've seen a different team, a different spirit, a different vibe. And, and not a and convincement. And today we didn't have convincement. Uh, from the first minute on, uh, we were not front foot and we were not brave in possession. The Graham Norton Show returned to BBC One on Friday night and David Tennant had the audience howling when he swore, thank God it wasn't live, during a funny story about his dad. The Doctor Who actor, who's currently starring in BBC drama Inside Man, was explaining how he wouldn't dare swear in front of his father, who was once the moderator of the Church of Scotland. So you can imagine Tennant's surprise after this outburst when they went to watch a stand-up show together. I never swore in front of him and I never, never heard him. He was a man of the cloth. Except... <laughs> he came down to stay with me in London once to go and see Billy Connolly. And then he, would, he, he came back and started doing bits of the act. But then, I guess because it was the script, suddenly he's standing in my living room at midnight going... (laughs) The first trailer for Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities is pretty chilling, to say the least. The filmmaker behind Pan's Labyrinth and The Shape of Water has created a collection of eight horror stories with names like Graveyard Rats and Dreams in the Witch House. Rupert Grint off of Harry Potter and Back to the Future's Crispin Glover are among a varied cast. It starts streaming on Netflix just in time for Halloween on October the 25th. And if you're into haunted houses and slasher stories, this one's right up your alley. Picture your mind as a cabinet. Where you lock up your darkest thoughts and deepest fears. What would happen if you opened that cabinet for the world to see? We are about to find out. This has been the Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day. Written by Graham Norton. 
published by daft doris.